Well, praise the Lord and welcome to our Romans teaching session today on this uh, wonderful Thursday morning here on November the 29th, 2018. This will be part nine of chapter four when we dig in here in just uh, two or three minutes. Uh, but before we dig into the word, because it is the holiday season, I have to let you know uh, of some product that we have for you. For those of you who love to learn the word of God, for those of you who have relatives that are always in the Bible and they want to, they're just constantly searching for uh, what's right, what's real in the eyes of God. I have some things I'd like to offer you. And uh, the first one is all God's work are done in truth. This is a little 62-page booklet that I wrote from Psalms 33 and 4 that says, For the word of the Lord is right, and all His works are done in truth. This little 62-page booklet, I guarantee, will remove a lot of confusion and allow the Holy Spirit to bring much clarity to the Word of God in your life. $15, you, you can just go to the website, is how you'll be able to purchase these things, is go to the website, www.thecrosswaychurch.com, hit the donate button, and in the deal, the little box or whatever it is, Tell us what it is you want, and we will mail them to you. We don't even charge you shipping and handling. Again, all, all God's works are done in truth. That means He doesn't work outside of truth. Very important that we know these things. And $15, get your copy quick and get somebody else a copy. When we began recording, uh, making uh, CD sets, the first one we made was taking up our cross and so important that we know what that means because unless we learn how to take up our cross as Jesus taught, we can't follow him. And uh, these that I'm about to show you, they're all $25 each. Unless you get three, then they're discounted three for 60. Uh, uh, the first one, taking up our cross, I believe it's a nine CD set series, nine CD set preaching series taking up our cross again if you don't know what it means to take up your cross according to the word not our opinion then you can't follow Jesus because he said unless you deny yourself take up your cross daily you can't follow him so it's important we get these things the next one right after that was recorded sanctification and it is I believe an 8 CD preaching series set on sanctification what does that mean not according to my opinion or yours but according to the Word of God, we believe that Scripture defines Scripture. And so uh, you can get your copy. Uh, just again, go to the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Hit the donate button. Tell us exactly what you want. No weapon formed against you shall prosper is the third one. And let me look in here and see there's two, four, six, uh, seven CDs in this one. And uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's, that's important that a Christian know that because the devil and the world has many weapons formed and thrown at you. But the promise is they won't prosper, praise God. Uh, our next one is Jesus, our bread of life. Uh, and this one is two, four, six, eight CDs. In this one, you need to understand what it means that Jesus is your daily bread. He's your bread you need. He came from heaven, and uh, unless you learn how to partake of him, it could be that you're just living a make-believe uh, something in your head instead of from your heart, partaking of Christ. The Power of God's Love is a great series talking about how one experiences the 
love of God, what God did to manifest it. And this is a nine-CD preaching series, The Power of God's Love. Can I tell you right now that uh, it was uh, the, the, the sin put Jesus on the cross, but God's love was greater than that sin, hallelujah, that even put him there. Any sin you've ever committed, the power of God, God's love is greater. The next one we did just a little time back, suffering before glory. Very important. This was, I got more comments from this series than I guess any of these others because we all suffer. And this was uh, taken from some uh, scripture in the book of Job and some very profound things the Lord shared with us that I believe you need as we needed here at Crossway Church. So suffering before glory. Again, this is a two, four, uh, it is a five CD set, suffering before glory. And remember any of these three for 50. If they're singles, they're 25. Now this is the righteousness of God in Christ. There's 12 CDs in here. And uh, uh, this, this is one I've been preaching for years. Since I looked, uh, just years. The righteousness of God is hard to be moved outside of any message because the, the Bible is about us finding the righteousness of God, becoming that, learning how to serve that. And, and it is amazing. So there's 12 CDs in this one. The price doesn't go up for this one. It's the same for all of them, $25. And now this one is, is uh, one that someone in Beaumont, Texas, asked me to put together. Uh, this is the Grace Series through the years, 2012 up to 2018. Uh, just some different messages on grace that we need to understand. God's grace is God at work, not just a cloud or a puff of smoke. And, and God only gives it to the humble, yet He only gives it where He finds faith. Therefore, faith and humility are tied together. You need this. This is a 10 CD set series. And again, go to thecrosswaychurch.com. Uh, hit the donate button. Let us know what it is exactly you want there. Great Christmas gifts for those who are after the Word of God and you to increase your library and your learning as we hear the Word of God. So that took up about five minutes, so I've still got 30 minutes because I can. Hallelujah. Teach from Romans chapter 4 today. And we'll back up and we'll start here in verse 16 and roll into where we are, which is 17 and 18 today. Just a little more clarity. I pray the Lord give us understanding today. I pray the Lord give us uh, what we need to see in His Word that He would show us the wonderful truths that are in His Word, not hidden from us, but hidden for us, that we would search for him in the scriptures because the Bible says in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word is God. So He's the one we're looking for in the scriptures, Jesus Christ. He's the one who said, you search in the scriptures thinking you have eternal life, but they are they which testify of me. So that's my prayer today that we'd have a bigger picture of Christ painted to us, that our hearts could be overflowing in the joy of the Lord today by just because He's showing us Himself in the Word and, and how we have victory and uh, able to live in victory over anything that comes our way because of what He did at the cross. So here in verse 16 of Romans chapter 4, and again this is part 9 of chapter 4, 
And you can avail yourself to all these teachings on my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Verse 16, chapter 4 of Romans. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to also that which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. And let me make another comment before we move on about the Word of God here telling us that it has to be a faith that it might be by grace. That means it has to be man believing by faith in what God did by grace for all men. It's always about what God did, which is what grace is, what God did at the cross through Christ and what He'll do in your life today because of your faith in what He did in Christ back then. It's always been the object of our faith ever since the Garden of Eden and the sacrificial system began uh, under the authority of God. He's the one who instituted and began the, the sacrificial system. And uh, you know, you, you read in some books about how other nations and other peoples uh, began the sacrificial system. No, that's, that's not true. God began the sacrificial system. Go back, read your Bible. Thank God you have a Bible. It tells us where we came from, how we got here, why we're like we are, where we're headed. It gives us all, everything we need to know, and you need to understand that. Anything that comes after and contrary to what's in the Bible is a lie and not of God. So think about this. God, and, and I hate using this analogy, but it's help you think about it. Uh, it's like God, when he showed up in, in really when he put man in the garden, he said, here it is, it's yours. I've given you the earth. Take dominion over it. Uh, multiply, you know, fill the earth, but don't eat off that tree over there. You're free to eat all the trees in the garden except that one over there. And God threw the ball in the court of Adam. Adam had the ball. Take the ball, run with it, Adam. But Adam disobeyed God. He lost the ball. He fumbled, and God had the ball back. But what, what did God do? He came in on the offensive and gave the promise of a coming Redeemer that would come through an innocent substitutional sacrifice, being that one day of Jesus Christ. And what did God do? He was throwing the ball back in Adam's court. You've got the ball again, Adam. It's on you again, remember? It's by faith that it might be by what God has offered grace through the sacrifice. It's on you. And so when God gave His Son, Jesus Christ, for all on the cross, that was God throwing the ball to all humanity. You've got the ball. It's up to you whether you bounce it. And I know that's a poor analogy, but maybe you'll see what God is trying to say here. God says it must be by faith that it, because it is by grace. It's by what He did. And you must believe what he did, not what you do. You must simply believe in what he did. And that's what he means by when he says, therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. Grace is what God does, not what we do. Mm -mm. You might say, well, grace is for the grace gifts. Yes, and when we're operating by grace in some gifting God has placed within us to fun to function in and through us by He is the one who is functioning. It's not us. We're just creek beds for the Lord to flow through. We're just channels. We're just a body for Him to dwell in and flow through. Everything that is going to take place in this life is going to be Him working in and through us. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. It's not just you. You are a vessel for Him to flow through. That's why everything dealing with God, not just our initial justification, but everything in our Christian life is by grace through faith. It's got to be that way because it's always about Him. He started it. He'll finish it. And if anything's being done in between the start and the finish line that's worthy of fruit, honor, rewards, trophies of grace, it's Him doing it. Hallelujah. So let's move on to verse 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations before Him whom He believed, even God, whom quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. God was calling things that were not existent into into things and God was saying they exist. When God gave Abraham the promise of telling him who he would be, it did not exist. This is what God has done since he began to even deal with man by putting men on the earth. God had already called those things that were not as though they were. When He created the sun, He called the sun. He put the sun. It was not there. Think about this today. Anything that you and I or whoever, let's just say whoever the smartest man is in the world, and I'm at the very bottom of that list, whoever the smartest man in the world is, who can take something, who can just create anything. It seems like they can just draw anything. They can get a wood metal and just create some beautiful object. And people like me, we marvel at that. How in the world can they do that? Even those type of people, they cannot just create out of nothing. Only God can do that. Man cannot just call something that does not exist into existence. He must, we as men must always use something that exists to make something else that exists. God's not that way. God can call things that are not as though they were. Abraham was not a father of many nations except in the mind and the plan of God because only God could see and know what he would make Abraham, listen, by grace through faith. That's the operation. By grace through faith. Again, that's the operation. Not just initially upon being born again, but every day your faith must be in what God did to offer grace. And if that's not what our faith is in, we're not operating in grace. That means it's not God functioning in and through our lives. It's just us going through the motions. And we can do that. Uh, the Bible's full of that. We can just go through the most. There are many who are going to show up at the great white judgment and say, didn't I do this? Didn't I do that? And he's going to say, I don't know who you are, but I'll tell you before I cast you out, you're a worker of iniquity. Uh, uh, workers of iniquity are those who work in the name of the Lord without the Lord. Somebody said amen this morning. Somebody said amen. A worker of iniquity is somebody who is a worker uh, doing spiritual things, they think, in the name of the Lord, but without the Lord. That's a work of iniquity because it's a work all of ourselves trying to imitate, trying to uh, put a, a God label on it. Uh, when it's not God at all. That, that's why we need to understand Psalms 33, 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. God is telling us there his word is truth, and all he works in is truth. 
That means if God is working, that's grace. But grace is only found in truth. Read Colossians chapter uh, 1, verses uh, 4 through 6. Read that. Uh, Grace is only found in truth. The grace of God in truth is what saves, delivers, heals. Uh, But God only works, and God working is grace. Grace is God at work, and God only works in the truth. Somebody better grab a hold of this. It's before it's too late, and you think you spent your whole life, your 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 grandkids, your great grandkids after you, you think they they spent their whole lives in what they thought was holiness and righteousness, and it didn't even exist for them because their faith was not in the only righteous and holy thing that God sees as righteous and holy, and that's His Son and what His Son did at Calvary. Only through that avenue does righteousness and holiness come and grace my friend it only comes through the death of Jesus not just initially but daily hallelujah daily glory to God so when God calls those things that are not as though they were he was doing that according to the gospel the base of that was the gospel. The charismaniacs and the, the, the false Pentecostal move today have taken scriptures like these. They've just taken off and run with them. That Now you can just speak anything into existence. Just, you're not, listen, if you're coughing, tell yourself you're not sick. Well, you're lying to yourself. I got, you listen, you ought to have more sense than to tell yourself you're not sick when you are. I know I I used to be in congregations like that. Used to be a part of that stuff. And they'd leave the church declaring they were healed, just as sick as they were when they got there. And, and And listen, their faith wasn't in the cross of Christ and we were healed by stripes. Their faith was in their confession. They were waiting for God to honor their confession. Well, I got news for you. God's never honored a confession unless first there was a, a, a believing with the heart under righteousness. Not just believing anything, but believing with the heart under righteousness. Yes, God's words are all in righteousness, but God's words all are in righteousness, Proverbs 8 and 8, but righteousness is only revealed in the gospel. The righteousness of all that God has ever spoken is only revealed in the gospel. In the gospel. Romans 1, 16, 17. The righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. Galatians 2.21 The righteousness of God doesn't come by what we do. Confessing. Confessing. The righteousness of God's word does not come by us confessing. And we need to confess scripture. A part of meditation is actually declaring scripture. Not just sitting around... A part of meditation, meditating on God's Word is, yes, thinking about God's Word. Yes, speaking God's Word. But listen, only faith in the cross makes God's Word light to your path because it's a path of righteousness and His words are righteous. But unless they're seen through the cross, it's out of context. Amen. Somebody's getting this. Everybody else is getting mad, turned it off, saying don't listen to him. That's all right. Listen, they, they, listen. folks in Noah's day packed up and moved to another mountain because they got sick of hearing him. Listen, that's all right. They didn't make it. You keep listening, you're going to make it. You, you keep choosing God's word in truth. 
You keep choosing God's word in righteousness. That means you keep looking to the cross. The Holy Spirit will keep teaching you God's word. The Holy Spirit will continue to show you things that may not be today, but in God's mind they are. Hallelujah. He chose you in Christ from before the foundation of the world. He's called you the head. You say, I don't feel like it. Doesn't change a thing. You're the head and not the tail. You're blessed going in and coming out. Hallelujah. All the promises of God are not maybe and and I'll think about it. No, all the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. That's God's word. His his mind towards you is a mind full of thoughts of prosperous thoughts and peace towards you. God loves you no matter what you feel like and God's word is what we look at. It's not about how we feel. Abraham didn't feel like very much. He didn't look like very much. He didn't have a child till he was a hundred years old and we're going to read a little bit more about him today but you know what Abraham had faith and faith must be in the word of God if it's not faith in the word of God in its righteous context then faith can't come see it wasn't just Abraham in any kind of believing God uh, you know, Romans chapter 4 we read it in some of our last teaching sessions like, uh, no it was earlier this chapter 4 that it was Abraham believing that God justifies the ungodly that got him the righteousness of God. Not just Abraham believing there was a God or that he could declare something. No, from the heart, as has been with all humanity that have been saved by God, by God believed with the heart unto righteousness. The status, and after you've been declared righteous, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, through your born again experience, you've been made just. Listen, even now the life you live by faith must be in the word of God because all God's words are in righteousness. And if it's out of context, faith can't come, but flesh comes. Watch this now. Abraham, who against hope, against hope, Believed, where did he believe? In hope. Where did he believe? Abraham believed in hope. <clears throat> in hope that he might become the father of many nations. That's what God told him he was going to be. How many times do we read the Bible and see what God has told us, who God has told us we are? But we, but we are struggling with that because we, this is not going that way and this is not going the way I think it should. Listen, it's not about circumstances. It's not about anything but what God has said. What God has said is the only way we can believe in hope. And listen, Abraham just wasn't believing that he was the father of many nations because God was just making something up, Abraham would be the father, as we've been reading, he is the father of all the faith. The father of those that would walk in the steps of faithful Abraham. Those who would be saved by grace, not what they do, by grace, not what they do, by grace, which is what God did, not what they do, through faith. Period. Everybody else is excluded from grace. If you try to add to it, you're excluded from it. It's a free gift. Amen. We'll see a lot about that. I can't wait to get to chapter 5 here in a couple of years. <laughs> it's taken us so long to get through chapter 4, but that's all right. It's only by grace through faith. Grace is not you working. Grace is what God does. Hallelujah. God was in Christ reconciling sinners to himself, 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Listen, 
It's God who's working both in you to will and to do of His good pleasure. And you're just called to work that out. Come to the conclusion is what that means in the Scriptures in, in Philippians. Come to the conclusion that it's God working in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. It's got in everything in the Bible that God has said about you, you, listen, you need to understand that's true. And that's the only way you can believe in hope. In hope. Abraham believed in a place called hope. Watch this. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Watch this. According to that which was spoken... The Word of God, so shall thy seed be. It's what God told Abraham. Hallelujah. But listen, it's, and, and I've heard too many Christians talking about what God has told them. Whatever God has told you, my friend, is tied to the sacrificial work of Christ. Or it wasn't God speaking that to you. What, what gave Abraham the power of God's grace by faith is because he believed in the Word. And the Word, even to Abraham, the Word to you today must always be in the context of the seed of the woman. The man, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the Lamb of God, and what He did at the cross for you. Outside of that, people have dreams. People say they woke up and God told me this and God told me that. Listen, if you can't tie that to the sacrificial system of God through faith in the cross of Christ, you just had too much pizza. Or if it happens to be God, He's got, then He is going to have to, you're going to have to allow Him to bring you back to a place of faith and grace before he can reveal to you that word he gave you. And I believe that's possible because God gave me three or four dreams through the years when we were in false ministry. And he never gave me the, the, uh, the interpretation of those dreams until he got me back one day to faith and grace. True faith and grace. That means back to a focus on the sacrificial work of Jesus Christ. Back Back to our true, not preaching a message on your first love, but God having to bring you back through toils and snares and much turbulence and tribulation to your first love. The preaching and the believing of the message of the cross, not some man, but this message of power that God says. Then God began to reveal to me some of the words He'd given to me, some of the dreams He'd given to me. And, and they all made so much sense because only when a man's faith, a woman's faith, a child's faith is in the sacrificial work of Christ can understanding come of any dreams, of any of the Word of God because they're all going to be tied to that. They're not just for you. Anything God is doing in your life is so that He can do it to you, for you, but here comes the main thing, through you, because everything God is doing in the church is for the edification of the entire body, praise God. So you need to understand that. Some of you listen to me on YouTube and, and, and you hear these things and you know God is dealing with you because you have had dreams that you know are of God, but you just can't quite put your finger on what they mean. If you will come back to the cross, and not, I, that don't mean tell God I'm 
okay, God, I'm back at the cross now. Give me the revenue. No, God has to bring you back to the cross. That means through your brokenness, your humble heart saying, God, I admit I've missed it. I've taught wrong. I've, I've preached wrong. I've, I've helped people get divorced. I've helped send people to the penitentiary, even as a pastor. I've, I've helped people dig into a deeper life of drugs. and I've helped people on the path on the way to suicide. You'll have to admit that once you receive the revelation of the cross because if that's not what you're giving people for the answer, you're just giving them law that only can bring the corruption of the flesh. And until you're humble and honest enough to admit you've not given people the right answer, then you still don't have it yourself. I don't care what you say. I've got a Bible that can help you. I've got a Bible that's in a righteous context that can show you the way of the righteous. But until you're willing to admit you've taught wrong, you've preached wrong, you've hurt people because you've not preached and taught God's Word in its righteous context. And that doesn't mean preaching a series on righteousness. That means everything God has ever spoken is in righteousness. Proverbs 8 and 8. And the righteousness of His words, the righteousness of what God, Jesus did at Calvary, they're all tied together. You can't separate the Word from the blood of Jesus. If you do, you got it out of context. Because the, the Word of God is truth. But Jesus said when you know the truth, the truth will make you free. But He declared Himself to be the truth. So what is it about Jesus who said He is the truth that made us free? What He did at Calvary. That's what turns the light on of God's Word. But there's too many preachers still wanting to hold on to relationships or denominations or relatives or mamas or grandmamas. I'm afraid I'd hurt somebody's feeling. Listen, if you're walking in the truth, somebody's feelings going to be hurt. Your Thanksgiving and your Christmas dinners are not going to be what they used to be. But Jesus told you that was going to happen. And if that's not what's happening, if there's not friction when you all get together, if there's not turbulence, if there's not some kind of shunning towards you, you, then you're not walking where you need to walk because things are not going to remain hunky-dory at the Christmas and the Thanksgiving luncheons among family once God's able to bring you back to true faith and grace according to the Bible. Not what you think, but according to the Bible. Back to faith and the cross alone. Not words we speak. Not fasting. Not prayer. Not I, Listen, I was, I was looking at a book by E.M. Bounds, the man who's known for prayer and all his writings on prayer. But if you'll... And I'm not saying anything negative about the man. I never knew him. But when you pick his, his writings up, I got one recently and was looking through the pages... All the scriptures are related to prayer. And that's not what all the scriptures are related to. Jesus said the scriptures are about Him. Amen. And, and, and what is it about Him that makes the scriptures become our law of liberty? Only one thing, what He did at Calvary to liberate us again. Listen, if your focus is prayer, you're not going to have a right prayer life. If your focus is the cross, then because your faith is in that object God has given us, Christ and Him crucified, so the Holy Spirit now at work, the Spirit of grace, can build in you that prayer life you need. That fasting and prayer, that church attendance, that study of the Word, everything you need to be functioning in has to be done by the Spirit who is God, but only works in truth. 
And not you reading the Bible, not you declaring the Bible. Truth that liberates. God's Word is the law of liberty, James wrote. So if, it's, if we're in God's Word, God's Word can't liberate us unless it's seen, here's confirmation again, except through the cross, the work of Christ that liberates. This is just good stuff. And, and I know it's a hard place to arrive because I remember some 13, 14 years ago coming to the place where I had to just surrender again. Christianity is a co continual surrender to God. Not a one-time deal. That got you in. Now God's looking for ministers to su surrender to Him again, to admit, I've got it wrong. I've been wrong. And, and listen, I don't care who leaves and, and who throws me out. If I lose my paycheck or if I lose whatever relationships with me and women I've known for years, I've got to cling to the truth. I've got to cling to the cross. Hallelujah. I've got to do more than sing the songs. I've got to preach the messages. Hallelujah. So think about that. Abraham, <clears throat> against hope, believed in hope. He was 100 years old. His wife was 90. Amen. When, when this was going to begin in the plan of God about Abraham being the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verse 19, before we have to quit today. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't consider that. If God said it, that's the way it's going to be. Hallelujah. If God said it, listen, God's going to have to do it if God said it. I'm a hundred years old. My wife's 90. Obviously, this can't happen just by me and her. It's going to take faith in the Word. And when we put faith in the Word, that means God is at work in our lives. If it is in the context of Christ and Him crucified. And this very portion of Scripture is in the context of Christ and Him crucified. It had to be. Can I tell you that everything God showed up by the Spirit and did in the Old Testament was just to paint a little bit more of a picture of Christ, uh, the portrait of Christ, until one day at the cross that picture was fully painted. Here He is. Here's my Son, the one I've been talking about through the ages. This is Him. This is my finished portrait. It is finished. Look at Him. He Hear Him, walk with Him, trust Him. Hallelujah, glory to God. I get excited when we're talking about Jesus because that's all that's on the mind of God is Jesus and all He can get to come to Him through Jesus, all He can do for us through Jesus. Hallelujah. All He can show us in the Word through Jesus, what a mighty God we serve. And anything that we think we're confessing that's not from a heart that's believing in the context of the cross is just us working again and not really believing in the Word of God. It must be in the righteous context God wrote it. One more thing before I quit. Remember, always remember Romans 1.18 that says if we hold God's truth in an unrighteous manner that He will resist. His wrath will be against all the ungodliness and unrighteousness that is there, whether we know it or not. God's not talking about drugs and drunkenness and all promiscuous sex and all that. God, any, if our faith is not in the cross of Christ, then all that can be produced because our faith is in our works, law now, is, 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 is the works of the flesh. Ungodly and unrighteous. Not righteous, but unrighteous. So 
I know you've gotten something out of this. Share this with your friends on social media. Send them a message. Tell them to go to the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Learn the Word of God. The only way you can do that is, is to read it, study it, and, and, and hear from the Lord and pray and ask the Lord to reveal His Word to you. And then trust Him and you can walk in the truth and experience the Lord every day. Praise God. I love you. I've enjoyed this teaching session. And I'll see you again on Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. right here on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. Till next time, stay determined to know nothing but Christ and Him crucified.